Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. I'm alone this morning, but we are back with more episodes here of BBP News. We're back on our normal schedule, our normal Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday schedule. I guess you could put Sunday at the beginning. You know, I just tend to think of Monday as the first day of the week. I know, technically, it's not, but oh well. You know, we're back on our normal schedule. We're uploading on our normal schedule again. We have ended our little hiatus there. Uh, you know, it's been a crazy month. We, we've we taken off for about a month now, um, and it, it was honestly kind of crazy. You know, if you remember, if you listen to our show regularly, uh, you know, you'll know that in our last upload, we had said, you know, we'll be back in about a week. We'll be back in about a week uh, for the normal news cycle and, and to get right back into things that didn't happen. A lot of plans changed. A lot of, uh, things were going on here behind the scenes and, uh, Chris and I were, were up to a lot during those weeks. So we couldn't get back to this as soon as we would have liked. Uh, but we are back now, like I said, and like I said in yesterday's episode, we're back and we're going to be uploading as we always do in that normal upload schedule. But before I go into kind of what's going to be going on, uh, what might change and what might be added to our show, uh, if you listen to yesterday's show, you might know a little bit of what I'm going to be talking about. But before we get to all of that, let's just go through and take a look at some of the major events that happened uh, while we were gone. This isn't going to be all of them, and it's just going to be a few short checkpoints about each, but it's just to kind of give a refresher as to uh, what has happened during this past month that we've missed out on, just in case you guys aren't aware of some of the things that have been passed or some of the things that have gone on. So first, we have the PACT Act, and this legislation was passed and signed into law and basically serves to protect the veterans of the United States, and especially when it comes to being exposed to toxic uh, environments and toxic elements such as burn pits. If you remember from President Biden's State of the Union address, uh, and it's a topic he's talked about quite frequently, is protecting veterans when it comes to these burn pits and when it comes to being exposed to toxic environments. And this legislation passed very bipartisanly uh, to help protect them. So what does it do? So it expands VA benefits to veterans who have been exposed to these different elements and environments, uh, these burn pits and other uh, similar environments so that they can receive the help and the care that they need to remain protected and healthy. It also expands VA healthcare enrollment for post-911 combat veterans. Uh, it opens the window up from five years to 10 years after they leave uh, their service. And beyond that, it also creates a one-year essentially an extension uh, enrollment period for those that do not fall under uh, this category. So those that do not fall under the category of post 9-11 combat veterans, they will get a one year, like I said, basically an extension uh, enrollment period for VA healthcare coverage. It also expands the knowledge, the education, and the training 
when it comes to toxic uh, exposure, uh, when it comes to these dangerous environments, how to protect these veterans, uh, how to diagnose the different diseases and different issues that can result from being exposed to these environments. So there's a lot when it comes to education on that. And it also orders the Department of Veterans Affairs to create an interagency to create a five-year plan uh, when it comes to handling these different uh, toxic environments and these burn pits. And there's a lot more included uh, when it comes to protecting veterans under uh, the VA healthcare, such as yearly screenings for things like lung cancers and uh, other similar diseases. There's just a lot that goes into this legislation when it comes to protecting veterans under these conditions. Uh, and I could go on all day about this, but like I said, just a few little checkpoints about each of these things. Now we move into the CHIPS Act, and again, this passed with pretty heavy bipartisan support. And this is one of the first times that the federal government has approved funding, especially large amounts of funding, when it comes to semiconductor chip manufacturing and research. So this will create a major tax credit for the manufacturers of semiconductor chips as well as for companies that create the tools used to create the chips. Uh, so these material suppliers and these equipment makers, they will also receive a tax credit along with the manufacturers of the chips themselves. $39 billion will be going towards grants for these different semiconductor chip manufacturers. And again, the uh, material suppliers and the tool and equipment manufacturers are included in this as well. And $11 billion will go towards um, semiconductor research. Uh, and this all totals to about $52 billion dollars. And this is expected to create tens of thousands of jobs here in the U.S. All this manufacturing and all these efforts are to help boost the U.S. economy as well as our national defense. So we're looking to move forward on several levels with this, uh, with this legislation. And again, it had bipartisan support in both chambers of Congress and was signed by President Biden. And... It is worth noting, though, that it will be a little while before the U.S. sees the true benefits of this legislation. However, this is uh, seen as a major step forward uh, by both sides of the aisle. Next, we have the Inflation Reduction Act. And this is basically the version of the Build Back Better plan that President Biden has been pushing since he first took office. This was a party line vote. No Republicans voted uh, to pass this legislation. And there were two, well, really three main focuses to this legislation. The first was to expand health care coverage and to make healthcare cheaper uh, for millions of people across the country. It continued the coverage for 13 million families who got access to healthcare through the Affordable Care Act last year when the American Rescue Plan was passed. Uh, it also puts a cap on Medicare costs. So those who are on Medicare, 
be- because of this legislation, we'll have to pay no more than $2,000 a year. This is an improvement on costs before this legislation, so this cap means that no one on Medicare will pay more than $2,000 a year for their prescriptions, no matter what they are. It is also worth mentioning in this part of this uh, of the legislation that there were talks of including a section which would cap the cost of insulin to $35 that was removed from this legislation uh, that was not part of the bill that was passed so that uh, is not included insulin costs did not get capped but moving into the climate change portion of this bill We have rebates given to families that uh, move to weatherize their homes, things like installing solar panels on their roofs, uh, getting efficient heat pumps and electric uh, stoves and ovens and dryers and otherwise weatherizing their houses, essentially getting rebates for moving in this clean energy direction, getting these renewable energy sources like the solar panels Uh, and so on and so forth. And it also included tax credits for those that buy electric vehicles. So again, trying to give back and save money there uh, when it comes to buying electric vehicles. That is, again, the aim of this tax credit, as well as to move the country more towards a clean energy spectrum. It also focuses on building electric car charging stations and batteries all across the country. And all of the manufacturing for uh, these different things, for these charging stations, for these batteries, is expected to take place in the United States. So that will all be uh, right here in the country. And the hope is through these efforts uh, with clean energy Tens of thousands of jobs will be created for things like uh, wind farms and other clean energy plants, as well as these other manufacturing jobs that will come uh, with building these different charging stations and these other products. The third effort of the bill is to really find a way to pay for these different things without raising taxes uh, for the general public. And so the move that was made here was to incorporate a 15% minimum corporate tax. Uh, This will be nationwide, of course, so a 15% corporate tax was included in this bill. This, again, was passed uh, by party lines. It was a 51 to 50 vote in the Senate and was signed into law by President Biden, of course. And the total spending for this bill is said to be about $485 billion. Next, we have the FDA order to implement over-the-counter hearing aids. Yes, you will now be able to get over-the-counter hearing aids. You won't have to go in for an exam or a prescription to get them. And the other goal for this is to help lower costs. So this order will be implemented sometime in October. Uh, That's the goal right now and the expected date. So sometime in October, this will go into effect and you will be able to buy these hearing aids over the counter with, again, without a prescription, without an exam uh, to make things a lot easier for families and hopefully, again, um, at least somewhat cheaper. And 
There are specific standards that these hearing aids have to meet, of course, and part of that includes a user control uh, for the volume, as well as several other things, of course, but that was one of the major uh, talking points when it comes to this order. And our last little news checkpoint here to cover for today is Liz Cheney losing in the primaries. Yes, GOP House member Liz Cheney of Wyoming did lose in the primary race uh, in, of course, her home state of Wyoming. And she lost to Harriet Hageman, who was backed by former President Trump. By the time that 99% of the vote was counted, Hageman was leading with about 66% of the vote which led Cheney to conceding the race. Hageman, in her victory speech, did thank Trump for his support and said that it was the reason that they were able to claim that victory. It is unknown exactly what Cheney will do next after she leaves the House. Uh, there are some you know, whispers, and there's some talk right now of a possible 2024 race for president. However, that is not in any way confirmed at this time. Um, that is, again, just kind of whispers and talk at the moment. Right now, nothing is known for sure. Now, there are a lot of other things that happened as well. We could get into the monkeypox situation, of course. That has become a national emergency declared by the White House, a national health emergency, with a White House response team like we saw with COVID-19. Uh, however, we won't go into detail about that at this very moment. As new developments come out, we will talk about them in our normal news shows, of course, but at the moment, we won't go into too much detail about that. Now, the one thing that I still want to talk about is kind of what to expect moving forward. You know, we went on this huge hiatus. What can you expect in these weeks ahead or as we move forward with this show. Now, like I said at the beginning, we will be uploading on our normal schedule of Sunday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and of course on the first Saturday of every month with the Good News episode. However, that is not all you're going to get from us. Starting hopefully on the first Tuesday of September, uh, we will be having a new show starting. Now, what is the focus of this show going to be? Well, if like I said, if you listened to yesterday's show, you might already know a little bit about what I'm going to be talking about here, but either way, if you didn't or you did and still want to know more, essentially, we're going to be starting a new show uh, that I'm going to be hosting here talking about all the major sports talking points and sports news going on right now and we're just go we're going to be covering a wide range of sports so I'm going to be talking about baseball uh, football soccer or also football depending on where you're from uh, basketball hockey and so we're going to get into all the biggest news from these different sports as well as any other sports that have really major talking points or major news headlines that come out from there and we're going to have some fun with it we're going to get into standings and uh, performances and stuff like that it's going to be a blast we can do all kinds of things with this show sports is uh sports are kind of a specialty of mine so i'm very excited to start this show and i hope you guys come along for that ride so again that will be coming out on tuesdays uh the first tuesday of september is the goal for uh, the first episode of that so just keep your eyes out for that i will talk about it more as we get closer as well but 
just expect that to start here. And we have a great time for starting it here, uh, starting it at the beginning of September, because we had the last month of the MLB season before we get into the postseason, uh, getting into the playoffs there. And we have football will be starting up, both NCAA and the NFL, as well as the basketball season starting up in October and the NHL season starting uh, right around that same time. So it's going to be eventful. It's going to be very eventful. Uh, there's going to be a lot to talk about, I'm sure. And it's just never going to get boring. So that show will likely just be me, uh, Chris. Definitely not the same uh, sports fanatic as me, the same level. But, you know, who knows? Maybe he'll want to come along for the ride for some of those as well. Who knows? Maybe I can, you know, give him random sports trivia and just see if he can pull answers out of the blue. That kind of sounds fun. So we can do all kinds of things with that show. Uh, come along for the ride with us on that one as we really dive into everything sports in that show. So that will extend our uploading schedule to Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and the first Saturday of every month. So you get a lot of us throughout the week. I'm very excited for this. I'm very excited to be back with you guys. And, of course, we'll be back here on Wednesday for an Idiots in the News and on Friday with a normal news episode, a roundup of the news week. But until Wednesday, you guys, follow us on Twitter. Link in the show notes. Read our medium articles if you have not done so as well as our midterm articles we had the florida primaries this week and so we will have the results of the key races there on friday but until wednesday you guys we'll see you later